never been backpacking. <laughs> I've had a backpack. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. Last night, as we're recording, was New Year's Eve, so, of course, every hour on the hour, fireworks went off, because there were some people who were like, we're going to celebrate it at 9 o'clock when New Year's hits America and then send our kids to bed. So they shot off a bunch of fireworks at 9, 10 o'clock, shot off a bunch of fireworks for people celebrating, I don't know, Texas getting the New Year. I'm, I'm not sure what that aligns with. <laughs> then again at 11, and then again at 12. So it's like, hey... Somebody's having a new year. I'm blowing something up. Boom. But no matter how much things get blown up, no matter how many fireworks get set off, I can't consider it a real fireworks display because I have been to China for Chinese New Year. And that is my segue into this story that upon realizing it, I can't believe I haven't told on this podcast in the last 10 years since it happened. I was in China for Chinese New Year. Normally, when we're in China, we stick to the city where my wife is from, which is up in the north, right around the border with North Korea. Beautiful place during the summer. Very cold, very wet in winter. And, and it's very modern. It's modern China. Her family, and so all her aunts and uncles and cousins, live down in a small town, which is not modern China. At least it wasn't 10 years ago. No idea what it's like now. Haven't been back for a while. But it was very rural, very, uh, I don't know, just more casual, more, I can't even think of the English word for it, but there's a word in Chinese called suihe, which the closest translation I could come up with is, <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> just do whatever. But because it's, it's not as modern place, it still has a lot of the older rules, or at least, like I said, 10 years ago it did. And one of those rules was that foreigners, like myself, could only stay in certain hotels. You could stay with family, but you couldn't stay in just like the the regular hotels unless it had like a special clearance or something to have foreign nationals staying there. I'm not really sure all the rules, but everyone made it very clear you can only stay in certain hotels. Now, I was staying with family, but they weren't going to have us stay with them because they had not a lot of room and we had a, a small baby. My son at the time was like not quite one. So he he needed naps, he needed a lot of quiet time. So they're like, okay, we're going to put you up in a hotel. But they're not going to shell out for one of these fancy foreigner hotels. We're going to put you in a regular person hotel. Here's the deal. If anyone asks, these people are your uncle and you're staying with them. It just happens to be at a hotel. And like, okay, 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 got it. As we're driving there for the first night, they're like, remember, if anyone asks... This guy is your uncle. You're staying with him. I'm like, I got it. <laughs> Understand. We're checking in. The dude's like, and if anyone asks, I'm your uncle. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. <laughs> He's like, we've had some people get raided here and there just to make sure everything's on the level. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, like sometimes the cops just check that everything's okay. And so I'm like, okay, if anyone asks, this is my uncle. And I'm just going to play dumb. Dumb white guy. I don't speak Chinese. I don't know what you're saying. Are you? Was that your Italian or your Jersey? I forget. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just an American guy. I'm not, it's my uncle. I'm not having sex with him. We're fine. <laughs> it's boom. Hey, I'm nephew in here. 
As every nephew has ever said. Hey, watch out, I'm nephewing it! So, nothing really happens the first couple nights. Everything's great. And it was really cool because we were down here for actual Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year takes a week, but we were there for the first part of it and getting on towards like the actual New Year. And it was really fun. We got to eat all the, the traditional foods, blew up all kinds of stuff with my... I called them brother-in-law, but they were my cousin-in-law once removed. It was it's long, complex family relationships that don't matter, but uh, had a great time. But every night we went home early and put the kid to bed and go to bed. And the night of actual Chinese New Year, laying in bed, and I was actually like trying to fall asleep as, as midnight was coming. And midnight hits and this city erupts. There are explosions and firecrackers and bam, 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 people are banging on pots and pans, just having a grand old time. At this exact moment, someone kicks the door in and I shoot up and I'm ready to fight. And he's like, police! And I'm like, I'm asleep! I'm a, I'm a sleepy foreigner! <laughs> my son wakes up, starts screaming, and my wife loses it. And she starts chewing out this guy who has just burst into the thing, and he has gone instantly from, I'm a police looking for dirty foreigners hiding here, to like, oh crap, I just woke up a baby, I gotta go. <laughs> and he bolted out of this room as my wife just ripped him a new one, and was like, get out of here! You woke my son up! There are explosions everywhere. I am like, I want to fight! I also want to hide! I don't know what to do! I was put in a situation where I need to defend my family from the unknown, and my only course of action, the correct course of action was for me to throw the covers over my head and act like i was asleep oh bring it on i'll fight you oh no wait no sleepy foreigner uncle no sex sorry i got it wrong (laughs) how dare you wake up my son that's what i meant (laughs) so if they kicked in the door do you have to like fix the door was it still like i'm sure he had like the master lock or whatever okay so you could, you could. It wasn't like a. Th- it was like I'm coming in. That's intense. That's a. Uh, uh, I hate situations that go from one zero to a hundred just too fast. <laughs> I, I cannot deal with them. I. Yeah. My my fight or flight response is. <laughs> so. It never worked. Well, now we know it's fight, flight, or fake asleep. Yes. Not <laughs> that that was your. <laughs> Your instinct and your wife stands up for your sons. <laughs> How dare you? What are you thinking? My instinct was to get involved, but I remembered my training, Jason. I was like, he's my uncle! <laughs> <laughs> so your wife, was your wife, like, furious with you after that? Or was she... You both had to be, like... Especially with the explosions and everything going outside, that had to be, like... You had to be, like, amped. Like, you were all ready to, like, fight somebody. <laughs> No, so we're like we're like just sitting there like is it over? Okay. Good job. And she like like you did good. That was the right call. I'm like I know I nailed it. There's few times where I like am put in a horrible situation where like you said it goes from 0 to 100 and you have to react and I react correctly cuz normally I do not react correctly. But this time I remembered what I was supposed to do and I did it. And it was cower. <laughs> Let my wife yell at a man. When under pressure, apparently I cower well. <laughs> See, I think of like a situation where I I'm going to bed and like turning off the lights downstairs and like a bug of some sort crawls out and I have to kill it. And just having to chase down that bug and like that the, the adrenaline that comes with that that amps me up enough that I, I I'll sit on the edge of the bed and I'm like you know 
I, I can't go to sleep right now. Like I'm, I am like, I, I want to murder somebody. Like what, what, what am I going to do with this energy? And one of my favorite things in this show is when I tell a story and then I <laughs> offer you the chance to share a similar story. And mine was, there was this one time I was in a foreign environment and there were explosions going on and some foreign police officer knocked the door in and woke up my family. Your thing's like, I killed a bug on my way to bed one time. That really got me going. I mean, I do not put myself in situations typically where something like that is going to happen. I There, there was a time in college where I slept in a youth hostel in New York when I stayed there with uh, me and some art, the art class basically went up to New York. And of course, almost everybody else there knew somebody in New York. Like they, I guess they lived on the East coast and they had friends in New York. So they're like, Oh, I'm going to go stay with my friends in New York. Oh yeah. I'm partying with them all week. Oh yeah. Of course I'll go to this art gallery thing. Cause I have to for credit or whatever, but otherwise I'm just hanging out with my friends in New York and I didn't know anybody there. So I lived in this youth hostel the entire time. And those times were definitely, I, I slept surprisingly well, but like somebody would come in at like three in the morning and it's like, oh, I'm just coming to bed now. And in one case, it was like this older guy that was like, oh, he, I, I feel like he shouldn't be in this room with us. Like, this is weird. But he just, you know, <laughs> crashed and went to sleep and was like, okay, whatever. And I remember definitely rooming with uh, like, I, I, I called them European soccer players because they looked, they're handsome as hell. The gorgeous, <laughs> I, I will say hairless because they were almost naked or naked a lot um <laughs> mostly mostly in their underwear but i mean like that skeevy skivvies and they were they were just walking around the room just doing whatever they wanted until they went out and uh yeah that 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 was probably the most my sleep has ever been disturbed and definitely not again they didn't like shock me awake or whatever it was like you know just surprising so killing a bug and then trying to go to sleep while i'm amped up is the best i can do uh um, okay, well, I I know that I have to accept that, that that is just <laughs> who you are. I mean, it's been um, it's been almost like it's been like fifteen years. You know what this was. <laughs> yeah, I I know, I know. I wasn't expecting you to have this time like, well, there's this one time when I was backpacking through Belarus and the old Soviet guard caught me and they strapped me to a chair and said, Is this man your uncle? See, you could you could backtrack that entire story and stop at backpacking. Never been backpacking. <laughs> I've had a backpack. I've ro- I've worn backpacks. I've taken backpacks to camping trips, but these were very very contained camping trips. So, yeah, no, no, nothing that exciting. Sad to say, okay, well, but your story, yeah. A plus. I I y- y- you cowered with the best of them. <laughs> I love that you remember. Oh, your... when the chips are down. And you need a coward. This is the fake coward. Like, this is the thing. Like, I like this story. It's funny. But I don't want to be this guy. Like, I I was this guy under duress. I had to be this guy. I was told. It was drilled into me. Don't get in this cop's face. I'm still very curious what had happened with, instead of angry mother, he got angry white guy screaming Chinese at him about this baby. Like... I don't. I think that would have taken like from fear to confusion. He would have assessed the situation and rethought, and then arrested me or whatever. I don't know. Like you, you go into a door and like the type of person you expect yelling at you for waking up their child. You're like, oh crap! I'm yes. This is. I apologize. I have intruded in a situation that is perfectly normal and doesn't have weight, people. And then 
left. But like, if I got in there, it's like, okay, wait, you're not supposed to speak Chinese. You must be up to something. Let's investigate you. I think rather than thinking that you're like this true lies, like actor, like master of your craft, I, I, I think it's more that you play the gullible coward because you play that role very well. I had to. Because maybe you're closer to that. You're closer to that than like terrifying. Oh, I'm going to rip your throat out if you try and attack my baby. Which I'm sure you would defend that's, your that's... son. I'm just saying laying down and acting like you're nothing is probably a better role for you. Your wife took on me. I will kill you if you come closer. It's like, oh, okay, I should leave then. And maybe that's why I don't like where this conversation has gone. Maybe you've unleashed un- unsatisfactory truths about me. That I am not the the big hero that I thought I was. I am rather the the cowardly comic relief, and my wife is truly the action hero of this story. I always thought like when 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 things got down and we had to smuggle our way out of China to America or out of America into China. I've considered this scenario both directions many times. I always pictured myself as the hero leading this my family to safety. Maybe. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe maybe when the zombie apocalypse happens and I have to get my family to wherever is safe up in the mountains, my big defense is just going to be act like a zombie while my wife kills them. Hey, I mean, if that's true, that's teamwork. Like that's there is a team aspect. You're just you're you're the you're, you're not the hero in your story. That's correct. I'm just the crappy part of the team. I wouldn't say crappy part. Of the, you're you're integral, but you're not the hero. Like you, you just have to be, it's, you, you were saying all this and it was reminding me of, uh, uh, Danny, I believe is the kid's name in last action hero. When he's, uh, in the movie, he's riding the bicycle downhill at this truck. That's, uh, approaching. He's going to play chicken with him, and he's, but he's on a bicycle and he's got the little headlight and he's like, I'm the hero. This is going to work. Like this is a movie. And then he gets it closer and he's like, uh Oh, I'm the comedy sidekick. This is going to work. Ah! And he pulls off at the last second, like, "Oh, this, I'm going to die!" Like that, I'm the, I'm not the hero. I'm the one that could die. So, yeah, that's you. Necessary, a big part of the movie, not the hero. No, Alan Schwarzenegger, you're the but little I kid. I want to be the hero, Jason. Yeah, the little kid gets a kiss from the hot chick in the end. Yeah, I guess I, that's all I could really ask for. <laughs> I mean, really, that's it. <laughs> bottom line. End of the day, just be happy. You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. 